0: Welcome everyone to the Six Figure Social Worker podcast. It's your girl, LA, I am your Six Figure Social Worker. And before we get started, I want to first of all, apologize for not uploading this episode on Sunday. It has been very, very busy. The previous week, I had the human trafficking conference that we were at. But during that time, I was able to run into a few social workers that I will share the clips of our conversation with you. Because again, this podcast is to teach you how to make a living while you're making a difference. It's not to teach you how to necessarily negotiate higher wages as much as it is to teach you how to recognize what's on the inside of you and making that worth value for you literally to understand the gifting and the value you bring to any team. And it's first when you recognize your worth that others will recognize your worth and be willing to pay whatever price. So that's what this is about. So I want you to listen in. It's a young lady named Deborah Rayford that um, I was able to run into as well as Ashley and the other young lady, her name is Leah, and they will share with you what they're doing in the field of social work and how rewarding it is, as well as um, some things that they desire to do based on services and resources that was not available when they themselves needed it okay so tune in and at the end i will share with you a clip of a message that i shared during the human trafficking conference with a crowd of over 500 individuals and I'm telling you, the message was entitled, I'm on a mission and the crowd was on their feet. It's so funny. It was awesome. So tune in and leave comments, leave messages. Let me know how you're liking the podcast. Let me know what you would like to hear. And I will remember those of you who are getting prepared for the test. And I will definitely come back on, um, on a next episode to go through some test taking tips so stay connected stay tuned and listen in The Human Trafficking Conference in Toledo, Ohio And thank you for tuning in to the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast It's your girl L.A. I am your Six Figure Social Worker And I am sitting here with some social workers And we are just having a conversation So we're going to let you tune in um, and listen to our conversation And it will help you make a living while you're making a difference So tune in Reforming welfare. Reforming
1: all of the things, welfare. It's just like the system is just so poor. It's set up for failure. Mm-hmm. It's the idea of the assistance and the whole reason why it was, I think, brought about from the research that I've done is to be a support to help people to get over the hump. And I know Ohio has recently put in place like a um, a program that allows people to just they don't necessarily have to be on. Um, like TANF and be TANF eligible, Mm -hmm. but they can have like a kind of crisis intervention Mm -hmm. right there, some management to help them get over the hump. Mm -hmm. But there's still not that extra support of like, how do you maximize the benefits that you have while you have them? How do you think about life after benefits? Because there is a cap on benefits and a lot of people don't know that sometimes. Um, And so I would just love to be able to help people think differently about their benefits and entrepreneurs like I feel like if it's assistance like me as an entrepreneur I've had to finagle the system in order to get Medicaid right because I was not. I didn't have a job that was paying my Medicaid, but right. I still needed insurance, at least for my kids, if not for me. Right. So having to figure out how do I make it look like I got something going on, or do I pick up a little part time job enough to say I can qualify for Medicaid so that I can continue what I'm doing? Okay. It's just yeah. our systems are not. Right. They're not set up for people to be successful. Right. Yeah. There's like the formal
2: supports and the informal supports, and right. it's like those informal supports folks don't know about, and that hurts you in the end. Like right. The formal supports, like the benefits and things, mm-hmm. help you for a little while, but if you don't know informally that they end at some point or they change, then right. that sets you up. You
0: know? right. so, Absolutely. Absolutely. So how long have you been in the field of social work?
1: Well, I have been a official social worker since May, okay. 2000. What is this year? 19. <laughs> 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 um, but I, I've been in the helping field at least for like four or five years no 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 I take that back because I was even working as like in the hospitals mm-hmm. so in like the whole helping field at least ten years okay um I've been working in the helping field some in some capacity mm-hmm. since I was in college undergrad
0: okay 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 um,
1: then I did some case management and things like that but yeah so your passion now is
0: trying to what, change the system as well as help individuals oh, yeah. utilize oh, yeah. it all of yeah. it
1: Yes so when you have it maximizing it understanding how you know I hear so many people that do receive like food stamps for example but still don't have enough at the end of the month and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's all tied to the amount I think that there's also this miss link of learning how to Mm. budget those things which is what we you know those that aren't one that aren't receiving those benefits you know we we understand the concept of budgeting and figuring out those things you know loosely some of us are better than others yeah
0: i I was forced to learn how to do that (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: exactly but there are some individuals you know especially if you are receiving those Sams every month you know like clockwork You don't, you aren't even exposed to the opportunity to learn those very simple, soft skills. Right. So, if there's an opportunity to kind of bridge that gap, because I do think it's a gap between giving the benefits and then the sanctions that come with it. Right. How can we make it so that way when you get the benefits, you're learning how to maximize them, you're learning how to live without them, right. Because you will at some point, right. And then you're okay. Right. You don't have to get back on them. Right. You don't end up, uh, you know, being homeless or, or hungry and yeah. the food scarcity and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, awesome. being a little bit more like proactive.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> so even on that aspect, I want people to understand that there's so many um, aspects of social work because actually I know it's something else that you have a passion about as well, right?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. I have a passion about um, perinatal mood disorders, which are I think more commonly known as um, postpartum depression postpartum anxiety, postpartum psychosis, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's talked a lot about for, I think the statistic is one in seven women will experience one of those mm-hmm. after becoming a mom, and I just think it's, it isn't discussed, and I understand why, because it, you know, there's a lot of shame around it, there's a lot of guilt around it, there's a lot of, um, I don't know, it's just not a good feeling, right. so, but we need to talk about it, because so many of us experience it. Yeah. Um, or are going to experience You know mm-hmm. People become moms every day So right. I might get over it Or I might be over the hump now But somebody else You know Just gave birth a second ago And they're going to experience
0: Right, right. 10 more right. like
2: them So right. I just don't think it's talked about Like I said There's a lot of shame, um, and we can't heal from something if we don't talk about exactly. it or, you know, so I experienced it myself. Um, like I say, I'm kind of over the hump now, thankfully, but yeah. uh, I remember, because I'm a social worker, so the mm-hmm. first thing I do is go look for resources, because I understand that something's going on, something's wrong, yeah. so I look for resources, groups, sport groups, programs, anything, right. and I can't find any. Right. Outside yeah. of like some Facebook groups right. um, that are you know states and states and states away from me, right. I can't find anything, and right. I can't find a friend that it will admit that or you know speak to their experience either. So, not only are you experiencing this, you know, just disconnect from who you are who you were, you also feel very alone because right. you can't find anybody like you or services that serve this problem. So you right. feel alone, you feel weird, you right. Feel, right. and you yeah. feel very sad and yeah. very sick, and yeah. you have this new life to take care of. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you feel like your life is, the life you knew especially, is over with, right. and it's just a very, yes. you know, terrible yes. place to be, right. and right. I just hate yeah. that um, we don't have more, life. so... I'm gonna. I'm gonna work on it. I don't know right. what I'm gonna no, do. That's I'm good. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, because what I want the social workers to know is yeah. that sometimes it's what we go through ourselves that causes us to create programs. Right. You know, instead of saying like complaining about there's not enough resources or there's no programs there, it's like okay, now that you know that, let's do some something about it. You know. I
2: never, I want to, I don't want anybody else to ever experience, of course people are going to experience right. it, but I don't ever want them to feel like there's, there aren't any resources, like right. how I felt. So right. if I can do anything, even something small, something huge, right. I hope it's huge, but right, right. <laughs> I hope Something, no one will have to feel alone. Exactly. In it. it's, it's inevitable that they'll probably experience it, but I don't ever want anybody to feel
0: alone. Right. It's something that's so common. Exactly. Like, you know,
1: exactly. let's talk about it. Let's have some groups around it. Let's exactly. have some programming. You exactly. know. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So when we're talking, um, I'm talking to these two young ladies who are in the field of social work, and both of them has um, drastically different um, focuses, but at the end of the day. Um, they are social workers and their heart is to help um, impact the lives of individuals and so when we're talking about teaching you how to make a living while you're making a difference I want you to begin to look at what are you passionate about? What um, do you feel or um, wish you would have access to um, when you were going through maybe going through a divorce and or going through um, depression or Whatever it may be, look at your own life to see um, your experiences, to see like, wait, hold on, I wish somebody would have been there for this or that, and then um, create a program. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about teaching you how to make a living while you're making a difference. A lot of times we're sitting on a gold mine and don't even realize it. So again, I'm here at the International um, Lucas County Human Trafficking Um, conference and I will be interviewing a few social workers throughout um, this conference just to give you um, my idea of the various aspects and um, areas of focus that social workers will have so thank you for tuning in and I will make sure I interview some exciting people and hopefully they'll be as transparent as possible and we're gonna teach you how to make a living while you're making a difference. Thank you. So, I have just grabbed and ran down one of my former students, Um, Leah she is going to talk to you about what she is doing in the field of social work Okay Leah, so what are you doing? Talk to the people, let them know what you are doing
3: Alright, so I am supervising social workers who help individuals living with HIV, we provide case management services we link them with resources in the community feet on the ground, social work kind of stuff Okay. Um, We also help them get into doctors, infectious disease doctors that can prescribe their medication And the grant that I work under is called the Ryan White Grant and so all services are basically free to clients and pay for their insurance premiums, whole nine yards.
0: Okay, how rewarding is it for you?
3: How rewarding? Oh, super rewarding. Clients are very appreciative um, to have their needs met. Some folks are homeless and we're able to find them housing options with our grant funding. Um, I think that this field is wonderful. You're able to do so much and help people in so many different ways.
0: Yes, yes. So are you making a living though? Oh, yes, girl. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> right, because that's but what people want to know. They are like, wait, hold yes, on. Actually, yes. it's we making a living? Yes. You know, been,
3: been in the field a little over ten years, and obviously, like worked from community mental health agencies to inpatient psychiatric agencies, yes. and it was time for a change. But definitely, they take care of us.
0: Okay, yes. awesome. Thank yes. you, dear. Of course. Thank you so Good to much. see you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy the content. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's segment. Again, this is your Six Figure Social Worker LA and my goal, my mission is to teach you how to make a living while you're making a difference. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Six sixfiguresw, Six SW, and on Facebook, at Lashana Townsend. I look forward to sharing with you next week. Stay tuned.